listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Ah, uh, it's the final Wednesday of February. Just like that, we are plowing through this thing called 2023. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, asking the question of every day, how the heck are you? Great show lined up for you today. Pat Kerwin joins us today. We'll head south of the border. Bob Herrick talking a little golf. Tiger, Rory, LIV, it's on, baby. Year two, it's on. Top of the morning to you, Mark. You're in a good mood, and I know why. You know, all it takes is a song, David. All it takes some mornings is a song. And I have enough time on my drive to work to give me about a song. And if it's one song. And if it's good enough, I've been known to sit in the parking lot and let it finish. And as I'm bouncing around the channels this morning, Gladys Knight, Midnight Train to Georgia, right at the beginning, I could sing back up all the way through it. I could do the dance moves. I could pull the horn for the train. Everything was working. I'm telling you. In my next life, on the short list, I want to be one of the pips. You and I both. <laughs> if not just for the bl- the light blue tuxedos they wore in some of those 70s oh, man. variety shows. And those fluffy shirts also that went with it. Man, oh, man. I don't know about you. you. I thought I remember you saying once that you actually knew how to tie a bow tie. I had the clip on. Oh, no, I know how to tie a bow tie. It's pretty yeah, easy, I, actually. I had the clip on. Could teach you in 30 seconds. If you can tie a shoe, you can tie a bow tie. Well, actually, I'm not really – I mean, I can do it, but they don't stay tied very long. I'm, I'm one of those. You know, short, fat fingers, Mark. Kind of like a short, fat body. I mean, you know, it's really, it's all one and the same. So, okay, I'll take your word on it. But, see, I don't want to be one of those – like, I learned how to tie ties pretty well, you know, going into local television, you've got to be able to nail the tie. The only thing people look at on men, hair and tie, that's it. They, they don't pay attention to a th- single thing you say. Research says they, they check out your tie and they check out your hair. That's it. That's it. And then maybe they'll catch, like, if you're on for a 20-second read, they might catch five seconds of it, honestly. So, so I got pretty good at regular ties. But I wasn't in the beginning. I kind of look like Greg Olson. Remember Greg Olson last year, early part of this year? Kind of like an unmade bed. By the end of the year, he had it figured out. Got to get that tight knot, David. It's important. Yes. yes. And you have to stop the flop sweat, have the right makeup. Okay. You know, make however it is that you're doing your hair. You got to make, you know, what we see right there on the forehead. That's got to be neat. It's got to be thrown to the side or it's got to be straight across. However, you do it. So, and Olson figured it out. But so you with your regular bow tie, okay? Mine, I had a a black clip on. The bow tie came to being because they decided where we live here when I was doing sales, and it's you know ninety five degrees with humidity to match all summer. That the important costume to wear, and I say costume, not uniform. The important costume to wear for the salespeople was a tie every day. Because you're out selling sports radio, and you know that's such a high demand, high stressful thing. You don't want it to be look fun, look appealing, or anything like that. So wear ties. So I just said I'm going to wear a bow tie every day. <laughs> that's where it came from. I'm like you know what, 
If I'm if I'm have to be the sales guy in the tie, they're going to remember. Oh yeah, that's Miller. He's the a hole that wears the bow tie. Because what you definitely want to be when you're walking in the parking lot up to the store, you want it to scream "sales guy" right from as far away as possible. You don't just want to come in, you know, casual khakis and a golf shirt, you know, like everybody in Florida dresses. Okay, and that and if they don't dress that way, it's because they're wearing shorts with their golf shirt. Okay, you certainly don't want to dress that way. You don't want to blend in. You don't want to be one of the guys. No, you want, you want to scream salesman at him when you're walking I'm in the door. I'm a sales guy. I would like to sell you something. How are you today? Right. I'm with you. I just look like an unmade bed. That was my look. All right. You know, they hired me a little before they hired you. You, you for whatever reason, they, they made that address a certain way. I was allowed to look like the guy who just, you know, never makes the sheet look nice on the bed he just throws the quilt over it okay and just kind of covers up most of the bed i just straighten the pillows out that that's that's how i fake it i make the pillows look like the bed is made okay underneath the quilt is a mess then you gotta make it before you go to bed what i mean you can't go into a bed like that what are you talking about of course you can of course you can. What do you take a big gigantic chicken wing in there with you? <laughs> Sometimes some nuts. <laughs> All right. Some checks mix. Uh yeah. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> what? Like it's really I mean, I don't listen. All the food that I've eaten in bed, I've never had a bed bug. Okay? Ever. So Yeah, I'm just trying to the- figure out with that unmade bed how you even get in the thing and get comfortable. What are you talking about? It's like cannonballing into a pool. You just you pull the quilt back. You're in. What? It's not like there's a security guard I got to deal with. How do you get in the bed? What do you mean? Gravity. How do I get in bed? I mean, and I don't care if there's a little salt, some crumbs, whatever. You brush them away. Oh, I mean, my goodness gracious. I, I mean, as long as they're not crawling on you, I don't care. Please. Mark, I grew up in apartments. Okay, honestly, there was so much noise outside. Okay, the heaters were working. Okay, it sounded like a train sometimes. Okay, all of a sudden the pipes started banging themselves and what have you. You're worried what my sheets look like? Are you serious? Please. Besides, I'm I'm eating, I'm watching sports, I'm listening to music. I, I mean... What, like I expect, okay, the bed to be pristine? No. I mean, for goodness sakes. Sometimes I have two snacks with me. Sometimes I have a meal and a snack. What, I'm not expecting any crumbs? Plus, I can't handle crumbs in bed. Seriously, Mark, I, I don't even know if I bring a plate most of the time. I just use my shelf. And by shelf, I mean my belly. Just put it right on top of the belly. So a bed full of crumbs doesn't bother you. You can sleep right through that. Well, no. Then I usually, you know, wipe the crumbs onto the floor. And then what? Well, once a month, uh, we have a cleaning service. And there you go. And you wonder why I have my room and the wife has hers. No, I've, I've 
pretty much figured this out in the last couple of minutes. I'm positive I know why. The unmade bed full of crumbs that no one would ever want to get in. Well, it's not full of crumbs. It's full of crumbs when I'm in it. But before I go to sleep, I brush the crumbs onto the floor. The bed's pristine. I mean, if by some act of Congress my wife decided to join me, the bed would be pristine. If you say so, sir. It would be. Pristine. I've never had anybody leave the bed because of crumbs. That's all I'm saying. Okay. The system has worked for me. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm glad that the system has worked for you. I didn't know we were going down this road. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. I feel like there's a Bert and Ernie routine from Sesame Street about eating in bed from the early 70s. Felipe, look it up. Do I have to change my voice now? I know Bert and Ernie. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you about the time I ate the potato chips. I don't know. So it works for me. That's all I'm saying. Back to being one of the pips. Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Bob Harrig, a little more than an hour. We'll talk a little golf. Tiger, Rory, with a big announcement. It was so big, Governor DeSantis stopped campaigning, got on the plane, flew back to Florida to be there for the photo op. That's when you know it's big. When you're putting that run for president that we haven't formally announced yet on hold because I got to be there for the photo op, this apparently is a big deal. And back on the plane, backed out to, you know, one of those primary states early on in 2024. Let's go. Pat Kerwin. He's got a lot going on this week. Couldn't be on yesterday. Had to travel. Okay, can't be on Friday. He's got to travel. So we got him today. Seth Everett. We normally have him on hump days. We got him on this one. And we told you last week. Shelby Mast every Wednesday. He's in our bonus hour for those of you that don't get it and miss it. And you go to floridasportsnetwork.com, download it. Beginning at 10 o'clock, it'll be there. The bracket wag himself. Mark, three weeks tomorrow, you know, is the NCAA tournament. No, I know. And just how many Big 12 teams are going to be on the one, two, and three line is really what I'm trying to figure out. Well, and not only that, they now think the whole conference is in except for Texas Tech. They're on the bubble. That's not a joke. And Texas Tech has more quad one wins than North Carolina. They do. They apparently, though, played the 332nd easiest non-conference schedule. So right now they're on the outside looking in. They have five conference wins, by the way. They're on the bubble. That's how tough the Big 12 is this year. So we got a full show. That's why we can spend a segment talking about crumbs in bed and the pips. Both of us want to be a pip. Only one of us can tolerate crumbs in bed. <laughs> Fair enough. And if that disqualifies me from being a pip, I understand. Long as the tuxedo looks good, David, it doesn't matter. I mean, that one I would think you'd leave on the hanger. You know, I, I expect you to look a little better than an unmade bed if you were a pip. That That is a requirement. You got to learn how to tie that tie properly. That suit's got to look good. If you're going to be a pip, damn it, you better look good. It's another reason why you would get the gig before me, okay? You'd be better with the bow tie. I'd look a little more disheveled than you. I was the 70s. Those were all clip-on bow ties. There's not a doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. Those light blue suits, light blue tuxedos, absolutely. 
I didn't go light two or light blue. I had I had uh, black. I had an ugly brown. Right? For whatever reason, brown was big in the 70s. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, UPS wasn't big, but brown was. Man. Maybe that's where they took their lead from. I think so. I think so. Somebody came CEO and they had all the, looked at all those classroom pictures they had in the 70s and said, you know, what can Brown do for you? Because it didn't do squat for me. Miller and Moulton. Terrific show, as David said, lined up. The starting five coming in 25 or so minutes. David is here, which is good news because there was a chance he wasn't going to show today based on what was happening on the show yesterday. We have the results from the most important poll question that we've ever had on the other side. Miller and Moulton, thanks for listening. The Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. We'll head to Mexico where Bob Harrig is covering the LIV season opener. We'll talk about the Tiger Rory joint presser yesterday and the, well, innovative golf league that they're starting up in a year from now, maybe even a little less than a year from now. And it looks as if its home is going to be Palm Beach, Florida and Palm Beach State College. They're building a, a facility and everything for it. So we'll talk to Bob about, uh, well, everything going on in the golf world in a little more than an hour. Pat Kerwin at the top of our 8 o'clock hour. But right now we have to get, return to yesterday's show, a topic that happened during the show in which I merely said a chicken wing could be too big. Those words started a near civil war between Miller and Moulton. And between Moulton and his wife, and yes, uh, that 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 conversation had lots of tentacles yesterday. It may have brought back the poll question to the Miller and Moulton show because our audience delivered a lot of votes, lots of comments, lots of hostility towards the opposition. You would have thought we were talking politics, not chicken wings. Right. I mean, KW in our Twitch chat room said he nearly got into a barroom brawl last night. Just turned to the guy next to him at the bar and asked him our question. And his answer didn't agree with KW. And apparently they nearly threw down. But David, with a multitude of views and lots of votes, 51% of the voting public is on your side and says a chicken wing cannot be too big. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I don't even care about the re-election and the power and the committees that come with it. I, I just, oh, it's my faith in humanity. Before I went to bed last night, my wife said, so are you really divorcing me and moving to Norway? <laughs> All right. If the vote doesn't go your way. And I said, yes. She went, okay, good night. I love you. I guess for the final time, close the door. <sighs> so, 51-49? Yes, it was. It was that tight. Can you win and still feel like you didn't? 
I don't know how. You either win or you lose. I lost. I take it. I take defeat as as well as I can, and we just move on. You big chicken wing eating people. <laughs> but man, and it, I mean, I thought I was going to win this seventy thirty. I mean, I, I was acting like a you know fat, happy, drunk, you know incumbent. I thought this was you got to be kidding me. Man, this was this was sweating it out on election night, staying up, late returns. I got all three networks on. Don't know who to believe. <sighs> but both networks from each side have called this over. And the big wow. chicken wing wins. Barely. You're not gonna not gonna protest, are you? We're not going to court. No protesting. I'm not contesting the results. They're right there. It clearly says 51-49, final results. 182 votes. And we put that question up late. So, but once again, if it's non-sports, people are interested. Sports, eh, whatever. (laughs) So, as Arch says in our Twitch chat room, all wings matter. (laughs) Uh, and I think we morphed into a poll question already with it's just very simply, do you eat in bed? I, can I nominate, because, you know, yes and no are easy. Can I nominate a third choice? You can nominate a third choice, but it's a yes or no question. So why is it with yes or no questions that you feel we have to have three answers? Can you just exp- Because it doesn't matter what the question is. If it's a simple yes or no, well, can we have, if I was on the moon, I would eat it? I, I don't understand why the hell a simple yes or no question has to have 74 answers. But please, explain. Well, I think it, because it falls under the whole yes, no, maybe so umbrella. <laughs> yes, See, no, maybe this, so. This is the umbrella that I'm working under this year. I don't know what, I don't know what happened in El Paso. Okay, I blame the Sun Bowl. All right, because I came out of the Sun Bowl with the idea of yes, no, maybe so. And our first show after the new year, I said, you know, here's a segment I'd like to do: yes, no, maybe so. And you looked at me kind of the same way you're looking at me right now, like, man, I don't have any other work options. I got to spend four hours with this Yahoo. And so I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. All right. Do you ever eat in bed? Yes. No. More often than I do the dining room. Just trying to add a little levity to the situation. I see. (laughs) More than the dining room. Well, just, you know, it kind of says not only do I eat in bed, hell, I eat here at least three times a week. It also shows how little people eat in their dining room. Probably the probably the most wasted room in the modern home. <laughs> and for the young couples, you shouldn't even get them the whole China thing. Don't even do it. No. Just save them. Give them the cash. Honestly, they're not buying the thing to put the China in. So don't do it. We eat dinner as a family more than I would think most families do. I try very hard. To have dinner ready when my wife gets home from work and the three of us, my wife and my daughter and I, try to sit down and have a family dinner nearly every night. I have a dining room with a nice dining room table that was my great-grandparents. It's beautiful. I I cherish the furniture more than I cherish any other furnishings that I have. We eat at that table once a month tops. 
tops. But you walk right past it when you're about six steps into your house, and it's very nice. You go, oh, that's lovely. And you keep walking right to the kitchen and the living room. Right. Yes. Wow, that's very nice. That looks old. And then you keep going. And then we eat at the kitchen table. Correct. So just trying to make a point. That's all. Oh, I can't believe you would eat in bed. Well, I think most people eat in bed more than they do in their dining room. I still don't eat in bed more than my day. I don't ever eat in bed, ever. Your wife doesn't bring food into the bed? No. So there's food never enters the bedroom? No. So there's no watching of TV together in bed? No. Uh, Occasionally, but we don't eat. Well, I mean, just because we're watching TV doesn't mean we're having a snack. Well, it's not a prerequisite. It's not like that's how you pay your toll to enter the bedroom. No, I get it. Okay, but Wait a minute. A lot of I, if people... I pay a toll to get to the bedroom, do I get more? <laughs> well, it all depends on the arrangement you guys have. And, and if it's okay, you can just keep that between the two of you. Fair or enough. Or we'll talk about it during the commercial break. The Twitch <laughs> audience, after all, <laughs> they get a little something extra from time to time. And this would certainly qualify. So that's all, because if you think about it, if you're sitting on your couches and you're watching TV together, oftentimes there will be food or drink involved. Well, then if you go into your bedroom and you're both propped up watching TV together, certain people then go, hey, uh, can I get you uh, the pretzels? Would you like something? Feel like this is a Seinfeld episode with Costanza trying to make Whoopi and eat at the same time in bed. I... I don't. I am. Fa- I'm already fascinated by this poll question because if you would listen to the two of us, it's polar opposites here. Food doesn't even touch our bedroom, and Molten thinks I'm crazy for not having a snack in bed every other hour. I don't think you're crazy. Although I do want to apologize that I had your wife sounding like the impression I just did. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad she doesn't listen to the show because she'd be listening right now, going, "I don't sound like that, you slob." So I apologize for doing that impression of your wife. Would you like me to get the pretzels? I mean, she really doesn't sound like that. And she doesn't even really like pretzels that much either. (laughs) Probably not. Miller and Moulton. Great show lined up for you today. The starting five on the other side. Our poll question will be up momentarily. It's Miller and Moulton right here on the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton. Exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the hour. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Bob Herrig, one hour from now. We'll talk a little golf. Pat Kerwin at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Seth Everett, two hours from now. And in our bonus hour, we'll do this right on through Selection Sunday. Shelby Mast, one of the best bracketologists out there. He will join us 20 minutes after 9. If you don't get our bonus hour, go to floridasportsnetwork.com and download it. Usually every hour is posted shortly after every hour is finished. So by about 10.30 this morning, you could probably download our interview with Shelby Mast, who's in, who's out, that sort of thing. NCAA tournament, if you're counting Dayton, It's 20 days from now, three weeks yesterday. 
if you wait until, you know, we're down to 64, then that's three weeks tomorrow. It's on, baby. Got to start paying attention. Small conference tournaments start next week. Huh? Huh? We love the small top conference tournament on this show. The one-bid leagues where they're playing for everything. And you could go 8-22 and 22 during the regular season, lose six guarantee games, have a net rating of 329, win three games in three days, you're going dancing, baby. Love it. Unless, of course, you're the 24-6 and six team who loses one of those games. Oh, well. Enjoy the NIT. Time now for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller & Moulton. Here's number one. Hey, I'm going to accentuate the positive before we get to a, well, pretty big negative. But let's go positive. Let's start college basketball. We tried to warn you. We gave you a huge tip. I don't know what the Miami Hurricanes have to do to get some respect. They're not playing football. They're playing men's basketball, okay? They're really good at it. Jim Laranega has been nominated for the Hall of Fame. He hasn't gotten in yet. But he's pretty good at this coaching thing. They went to the Elite Eight last year. And I don't know about you, Mark, but I actually think they can go to the Final Four. They have senior guards, and they can score. That's the key. Because everybody defends, and everybody will defend in the tournament. They play good defense, but they have multiple guys who can get the ball to the basket. You know, even last night, it was evident last night in the first half. They came out shooting horribly, and they were down. They got to the ball to the basket every time. They were just missing shots, and they keep plugging and keep plugging and end up winning the game. Canes are twenty three and five. They're seven and four on the road. Take a look at everybody's road record. All right, seven and four on the road, playing the schedule they played. They beat Vatex. 76-70. Somehow, way, the Canes were a two-point dog in this game. We were jumping up and down yesterday going, remember, they were a five-point dog against North Carolina and beat them. Another thing to take note of in the game, they were 8-10 from the line in the last minute and a half or whatever it was. They make their free throws at the end of games. Canes ranked 11th in one poll, 13th in the other. Yet I've seen them, like last week, Shelby had them on a five line. I don't know. I see them as no worse than a four seed, maybe a three. They're tied for first in the ACC. This team is a sleeper Final Four pick. I'm telling you. And by the way, don't sleep on Villanova. Villanova's finally got all their players healthy. And they went to Cincinnati and beat Xavier last night, 64-63. Look out for Nova in the Big East Tournament. They're going to have to win it to get in it. But I'm just telling you, remember three, four years ago, Georgetown heading into the Big East Tournament? John Fanta came on our show, Mark, and said, you know, watch out for Georgetown. If they can beat Nova in the second round, they might run this table. And they beat Nova and they ran the table. Haven't won anything since. Well, Nova could be that team this year in the Big East Tournament. First home game for Michigan State since the school shooting You figured it would be emotional. 
and you figured the Spartans would play well. It was, and they did, and they whooped up on the Hoosiers by 15. Game of the night, Marquette overcoming a double-digit deficit on the road. I'm telling you, this is a young Marquette team. This team could do this year and next year. They're ranked 10th in the country. They beat top 20 Creighton 73-71. Texas A&M solidifying their resume. And you're saying, well, wait a minute, they're ranked. Eh, their resume, believe it or not, they got a bunch of SEC wins and not much else. Well, they beat Tennessee last night after winning at Missouri over the weekend, 68-63 Aggies. Tennessee 1-4 and four in their last five. Their one exactly. win, however, was against Alabama. Right. More on Alabama in a moment. By the way, K-State beat Baylor by 10 in a battle of top 15 Big 12 teams. Texas whooped up on Iowa State and San Diego State a winner. Mark, you mentioned Alabama. Yeah. I'm glad you did. So uh, they're the number one team in the country, or at least they were last week. Right now, they're the number one overall seed, though. You know, they announced the top 16 seeds. Bama's number one, according to the NCAA right now. Uh, they have a freshman standout named Brandon Miller. Remember the story last month, all right? Oh, yeah. The guy who's associated with uh, the Alabama basketball program, he hardly played, Darius Miles, and he shot and killed a 23-year-old woman. Well, it turns out Brandon Miller gave him the gun. Now, apparently, it was Miles' gun. The guy who did the shooting, it was his gun. But apparently, Miles called Miller and said, hey, can you get my gun and bring it to me? And so Miller brought him the gun which Miles then used and killed the woman. According to the authorities, there is nothing they can charge Brandon Miller with. Boy, that's not all the law and orders that I've watched. I thought that makes you an accessory. So he has not been charged. And Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama, First, used some very poor word choice when confronted with it yesterday. He said, well, Miller was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, Oates an hour later and immediately saw how that was playing and came out with a clarification because he was not in the wrong place at the wrong time. He actually got the guy's gun and brought it to him. Um, so apparently this Brandon Miller guy is not going to be charged. Which, I mean, we've got plenty of lawyers listening right now. Does that sound right to you? If I call Mark and say, hey, get me my gun. And Mark does, brings it to me, and I then shoot and kill somebody. Mark's not in trouble? And if so, okay. It just seems to go against all the law and orders that I've watched, and I've watched 200 of them. So what do I know? And I also slept in a Holiday Inn Express recently. But anyway. Um, so we'll see how this plays out. Here's a bunch of questions here, though. Uh, Nate Oates said he's been aware of this. Was the AD aware of it? Is the university president aware of it? I'm being very serious here. If you're the university president you weren't made aware of this, people get fired over something. I mean, it's a bad look. Alabama's getting destroyed by the national media in the last 18 hours. Destroyed. You let this kid continue to play for you? They have. They were made aware of it. He's continued to play. 
I don't know. To most people, legally, it seems as if the player should be in some kind of legal trouble. But maybe not. Don't know the law. Curious to the lawyers out there. 21,000, our text line. If you can watch on Twitch, the Miller Moulton Twitch.tv channel. Does that sound like an accessory to murder? If I provide the gun to Mark and Mark shoots and kills somebody, I'm okay? Legally? I, I don't know. It's a bad look. I know that. No NBA games until tomorrow. But yesterday, the Hawks fired Nate McMillan. Their top assistant, Joe Prunty, right now is named interim head coach. They may hire somebody quickly, or they may wait till the end of the year. The leading candidate's Quinn Snyder. If you were Quinn Snyder, Mark, would you take the Hawks job? I would. So you wouldn't wait to the end of the year to see what else opens? Well, see, it depends what you think the Hawks are. Is it are they underachieved this year and you think you can do a little bit more? Are they a piece away from being a good team? They've got some pieces there. I, I I'd take the See, job. Okay, and I'm curious about Philadelphia. Because I don't I think if they don't make it to the conference finals, I think Doc Rivers gets axed. And you know, I got Embiid and Harden, and I'm, I'm wondering if I might want that job. But anyway, keep Quinn Snyder in mind. Uh Nets gave Jacques Vaughn. An extension through 2027. Uh, the Bulls rule out point guard Lonzo Ball for the entire season. He will not have played this year because of two surgeries on his knee. Mark, this could be a Brandon Roy situation from a generation ago. Lonzo Ball, don't know if he's ever... Because they had the two surgeries to fix his knee from an injury a year and a half ago. And the pain's been so bad all year, he hasn't been able to play a single game. That's That's concerning as to his future, and he's like 23 years old. Uh, women's College Hoops. St. John's was a bubble team. They went to Connecticut, beat UConn last night, 69-64. I don't know about you, Mark, but I think that gets you in. That's kind of the bubble burster. There. I mean, that, that's the one bubble team if you beat. Doesn't it trump all others? And not only I mean, that, should probably cost UConn a one seed. I mean, don't worry about it. The committee will still put them in Connecticut. Okay, I mean, you know, they're not going to actually make them play on the road. Okay, but, you know, they might actually have to be a two seed. You know, like last year when they hosted top-seeded NC State in the region final. UCFB Temple, 57-53, women's hoops. Uh, the Lightning, what were they again? Minus 530? Minus 530. They got outshot, I think, 12-9 in the first period, 13-9, something like that against uh, the Ducks. And then they got yelled at. And they scored four times in the second period and 6-1 over Anaheim. Uh, Carolina won Jersey loss, so Carolina's leading the division's five points. Toronto doubled up Buffalo 6-3. The Wild now have a four-point lead over Calgary for the final playoff spot because they beat the Kings 2-1. Nashville won in a shootout. The Blackhawks beat Vegas in a shootout. Connor McDavid, two goals and assists. Rally Edmonton to a 4-2 win over Philly. Uh, LIV golfers allowed to play in the Open Championship. Tiger, Rory, Governor DeSantis, a presser at Palm Beach State College yesterday to announce the High Tech Golf League, TGL. 11 players already committed, Mark. Tiger, Rory, Rom, JT, Adam Scott, Morikawa, Matt Fitzpatrick, Homa, Horschel, Rose, Shoffley. Six teams of three. Data-driven virtual course. 
going to have a short game complex for chipping and putting. They're going to play Monday nights. The matches are going to take two hours. They'll be betting, and everybody will be mic'd up. And there'll be fans cheering and chanting. You interested? No. I mean, I will watch probably the first one because I love golf and I'm fascinated by what they're trying to do, but I can't see this being something I'm going to be tuning into every Monday going, woo-hoo-hoo, I got to watch the virtual golf match that's on TV. Tiger Woods is involved. People seem to want to watch Tiger read a book. So, I don't know. I'm inclined to think this is going to work. Because also, every network that's involved in golf is going to promote the mm out of it. Because this is also done in conjunction with the PGA Tour. And at eight minutes before the hour, that was... That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller and Moulton. You know, that virtual golf thing probably was a better poll question for a sports talk show. We didn't go with it. No. No, because you guys don't like our sports poll questions. You like our non-sports poll questions. So, finally, I mean, we've been doing this about 17 years. We're, we figure we're finally going to start to give the people what they want. So, do you eat in bed? Yes or no? And if you want to add a maybe so, you can't do it in this one. No, you can't. I wanted to add, okay, more than I eat at the dining room table. Wasn't allowed to add it. So I threw it in my comments. I answered it. See, there the you go. That's what I'm looking for out of you. More comments. More snarky comments. Because four hours of talking's not enough. I need to throw in a little line when I answer a poll question. Absolutely. And right now, two-thirds of you do not eat in bed. Apparently, if if I win this, Mark is the one who's quitting the show. Miller and Moulton and eating in bed. It's our topic today on the Florida Sports Network.